Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to twiz.io to sign up today. Hey, what's up, Twiz fam? So I wanted to make this video because a really interesting thing happened to us this past few weeks. We actually got an LOI, which is a form of an offer for $2 million to buy our agency out. Now, we ended up actually rejecting this offer. It didn't have anything to do with the person who was offering it or anything. It was actually a great potential acquirer. We're really excited in that about potentially getting acquired by them. But really, it was just because we are in this position with our agency now where we think that we can hit a couple multiples of that relatively soon. And I wanted to lay out sort of my strategy for how I plan on getting there and why I chose not to sell right now and even give you maybe some advice on when the right time to sell might be for your agency. So the first thing when it came to selling the business that I thought about was really what our true value was as a company. Now, for anybody who has been following our journey for the last few weeks or even months or even the last year, year and a half, which is when we started putting out a lot of content, starting to put out this podcast, we have been a little bit all over the place. I'll I'll admit it. We started off with the agency almost five years ago now. We launched the software product that had a lot of traction and the software kind of got a little messy because I was, it was my first time around still figuring it out in the sense that, you know, I I was a little distracted. I was thinking about going into leads or going into partnerships as part of some offers or features of the software, and it got distracting. So now what we focus on is really truly thinking about, okay, what is the core business model for our company and how can I keep things the exact same and not change them? And if I decide to launch a software product in like another version of it, how can I get that new version to be consistent with our current business model. So that way it's not distracting, right? So these are the things I'm thinking about right now. Point being, being distracted or being a little all over the place is I think what might've actually made our valuation a little bit less than I would have wanted to be. I think that now that we've gotten this LOI for $2 million, I'd prefer to try to sell once we get to four, maybe even $10 million. And my goal actually is within the next five years to sell for at least $10 million with my agency. And so I'm breaking this down for you and sort of my experience going through that process. Essentially, what I used was a company called MicroAcquire. Uh, We use that to actually list our startup and then get offers. It's a really cool company. You can actually list for free unless they changed it. I'm not entirely sure. But it is something that was really awesome for us. And I actually had the opportunity to interview the CEO of MicroAcquire. And and I'm going to be releasing that episode here pretty soon. But there is some audio quality issues on my side. So I have to go and re-edit it. But he's an amazing person to interview. And he showed me and he told me all about how these service companies, these agencies are getting bought and sold on MicroAcquire. And so I thought, hey, I'm going to list myself on there. So we listed and then we got this offer for $2 million on there. Now, the other reason why I'm not really thinking about selling is because I think that we're in a market bottom or we're in the process of bottoming out. There might be a double dip this upcoming year or this in 2023. And because of that, I think that the valuation can increase, right? I think that's a genuine thing that might happen over the next 12 months, 18 months is as business starts to pick back up and things start to grow. I don't want to sell in a bottom. I want to sell in a top of the market, right? 
some other things that you might want to consider if you're thinking about selling your agency is just how you know your team might react, how your employees might react. Again, we put it out there because we're always wondering, you know, if there's a good potential acquire, what that might look like. Uh, we're always considering it as an option. But remember, you have to always make sure that if you're going to do something like this, you have to prep your team for it. You have to really make sure that they are in a good position to go through an acquisition, right? Because you need to make sure you line that up for them and you make sure that you plan it with them. So if we were actually going to sell, we'd probably spend six months planning this out with our employees and really looking and seeing, okay, if we sell, what's the best thing for our company? Because while it might be great for us to sell and get acquired, that's an awesome thing for any business. We want to make sure that our employees are taken care of. So I wanted to really think through that. It's also another reason why we decided not to sell. Now, my process going through this experience of getting the LOI, which if you're not familiar with it, it's a letter of intent, was generally good. It, through microacquire, the person that I've been speaking with sent me the LOI through there. And we looked it over. It was very professional. We checked the person out online. They were legit. And uh, you know, we decided not to go for it just because of the timing and some other factors as well. Generally speaking, uh, it was actually very casual in a lot of ways. Like I didn't think that somebody who could potentially buy this company would be so approachable and easy to talk to. That was something that kind of threw me off a little bit at first. And I actually did some background you know, research just to see like, hey, who is this person? And, and it all checked out. But at first, I was a little bit put off by just how easily approachable this person was. And so I think for me, it was very validating for our company and for our teammates to actually be able to get an offer like this. So I, my biggest advice for you is to have that kind of validation for yourself. I would list on MicroAcquire on some sort of listing site just to know what your valuation is, to share your numbers and to have people out in the real world tell you what they think your valuation is. Because you don't want to wait 10 years and basically go through all this work to never be able to sell your company. It is rare that people actually ever do sell. That is something that is very rare. Most people hold on to their businesses. Very small percentage of businesses actually ever get sold due to just financial constraints or lack of demand or whatever it is. Very few businesses actually get sold. But if you ever did want to sell, you want to have that in your, you know, in your back pocket for at, at any point in time. So I would definitely consider listing on MicroQuire or at least considering you know, any other kind of listing site that suits your needs. But I generally like them. They're really cool. And obviously, I have a relationship, somewhat of a relationship, acquaintance more so with the founder of MicroAcquire. He's a really cool guy, Andrew Gazdecki. But anyways, I would just say in general, the letter of intent was a really interesting point in our business. We didn't even go through the due diligence process, mainly just because there's a lot of paperwork you have to do there. And frankly, I didn't even really want to go through right now. I have just kind of my head down in the sand. I just kind of got this offer randomly. You know, I was just on my email one day and I saw the offer come through and I was like, wow, this is really interesting. It was my exact asking price that I was looking for at the time. And that was when I put it up there, it was about like six months ago. So now it's like, okay, well, things have definitely advanced a bit and I'm hoping that we could sell for a higher amount. But at the end of the day, my main sort of takeaway for you with this podcast episode is that you should always be listing, always have something listed. You should make sure that if you're going to sell, that you check with your employees and that you plan and have a succession plan, a clear succession plan. Because remember, if you don't actually do a transition right and actually sell the business appropriately and everything implodes when you sell it, the acquirer can actually pull out or take out some pieces of that buying process. They even could sue you, God forbid, if you don't do a really good job at the actual exit, right? And I'm not a lawyer, so consult with your legal team, of course, but this is just some things that I think about with the potential exit. 
And, you know, just in general, make sure that you're selling if you do for the kind of price that you want, right? There, you do hear sometimes people fire sell their agencies and they get way less than what they want. But if you have runway, if you have a timeline, I definitely would not sell because a business model that's consistent over 10, 20 years can grow so much and it can do so much good for the world that you do, generally speaking, want to keep, hold on to it as long as you possibly can. So I hope that this episode was informative and instructive for anybody listening. TwizzFam, as always, thank you so much for listening to our podcasts and helping us become a top-ranked pod globally. We really thank you very much. And if you have anybody who is interested in coming on the pod who has over a million dollars in revenue and, and they're a marketing agency or they're a fast-growing software helping agencies, definitely reach out to lucas at twiz.io. That's my email. And I'll try to respond and get a time set up uh, for us to actually hop on the podcast and do something good. But thank you so much, everybody, for listening to these. It means a lot to me. Uh, feel free to share, like, subscribe to any of our content. Thank you so much. Bye. Hi, this is Lucas James. Are you struggling to get meetings booked with potential prospects for your agency? I'll tell you what, when I first started, I had the same issue, but I was able to A-B test hundreds of different variations of copy on multiple channels and figured out a secret formula to convert anyone from anywhere into taking a meeting with me. I've mastered this approach and now my agency, Twiz, books meetings on autopilot. Last year, we booked 1,731 meetings, closed 234 accounts, and generated $1.72 million in revenue. I want the same thing for your agency, so I've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free. That's right, absolutely free. If you want to transform your business for free, go to scale.twiz.io to get your free lead scripts today. That's scale.twiz.io scale s c a l e dot twiz dot io now back to the show